0: Welcome to Never Too Serious with Scott and Dave. I'm Scott and I'm Dave. All right Dave, uh, back to the podcast. I know you get to choose the topic today. So what do you got in your mind?
1: Well, you know, I was chit-chatting with a friend and and we were talking about a uh, pretty cool actor, David Carradine. And then we are talking about how he died and we we're like, "Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he had a pretty well, maybe it's not a bad one. Maybe it was a good death. I don't know how to say it, but it's sad that he died. But, but he died of. Let's see if I do this. Auto, autoerotic asphyxiation. Huh? huh? Yeah, pretty you, close. You, you pulled that one off pretty good. Pretty good. And and I go, oh my gosh, that is a weird way to die. You know? Well.
0: Uh, so explain to me who David Carradine is. David
1: Carradine, man, how I knew him was a show called Kung Fu, mm-hmm. and uh, he was the star of that show, and he came back, and I know he's done some other things here and there, but what I knew him from, and I, I don't know if it was the last thing he did, but close to, was Kill Bill.
2: Mm-hmm. That's and, where I, I remember him from. And I was from. so
1: excited to see him, because I hadn't seen him for so long, because I'm like, oh, man, yeah, I really liked him. and. And, um, you know, to each their own. It's just too bad he couldn't do it again.
0: <laughs> so uh, auto, what was it? Auto erotica? It's
1: auto erotic. <laughs>
0: erotic asphyxiation. Asphyxiation. So that's like getting strangled <laughs> while you're doing yep, it. Yep.
1: That's right. when you cut off, you know, your, the flow to your, your air, and it kind of, it's supposed to help intensify your orgasm, I guess. And... Oh
0: my gosh. And he died while doing it. I, I hope it worked.
1: <laughs> at least, I mean, I don't know what to say. It sucks that he died, but that's, hey, that's know? so
0: funny. There are so many like funny ways people can die. I mean, it, you know, life is a pretty sensitive thing, right. generally speaking. Yeah. But then, when you push the edge of life by doing something like that, so that you can enjoy life more, right? It's kind of a funny little. Is it a dichotomy? Oops.
1: Yeah. So it's funny. Cause so we were looking that up, and I decided to you know look up you know some other odd things. So I actually had a had to compile a list. I was going to go over some of them with you, and mm-hmm. and uh, but and some of them aren't strange, but a little bit of statistical, you know, some of the just throwing like out what? Some, some numbers. So so let me see. Let me see. Grab your little notepad. Yep. I'm not too old to where I have to get glasses out. <laughs> Just wait, Dave. It's going to catch up to you. To be fair, I had to have surgery. But <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You are Mr. LASIK. I had to pay for it. So, um, all right, all right, all right. So, we all know about this. So, some of these, I, I decided to go down, essentially, a list that I had came across, and then some other things. But, mm-hmm. but so... Everybody knows about the texting and driving, and oh, yeah. and I just think that's such a lame way to die because somebody was texting, either yourself or somebody else, distracted. Mm-hmm. that's about six thousand people die a year from that. Six thousand. Yep. That's just in the U.S. That is in the U.S. I guess I thought that that
0: statistic would be a lot higher. Yeah. I mean, uh, maybe this is from like 2021.
1: Um, Do you know to when be the dates? I, I didn't write. I didn't write that down, but I think it, it was a. It was a recent one. Mm -hmm. I think it was within, I don't know if it was 2021, but I think it might have been 19 to 20.
0: Okay. Because I'm thinking like during like the pandemic, maybe that's not such a big deal in as far as numbers go, because there's so many people uh, just absent from the roads. But I would have expected that number to be much higher.
1: Well, you know, maybe some things they just don't calculate it or... or Maybe they don't even realize it. I mean, how do you know? Right. Right. That's exactly right. You'd have I mean, to look I, at their last I see it all. The, I see it all the time. I can't, I can't believe that I... Yeah. I,
0: I bug my kid all the time. You know, he'll, he'll send me a message, and I'll say, stop texting and driving. He says he's not. Okay, well, I know that you just left the house. How are you not texting and driving? And he says, oh, well, I stopped someplace, and, and I'm, I'm texting. So he's not actually texting and driving, but then I'm not there to know whether that's
1: true or not. Right, you just know that it doesn't seem right. Yeah, it so, bothers me enough. Well, and and I'm also the guy who I'm also the guy that believes that when you're at an intersection, it's not even time to text either. You need to be paying the oh, yeah. frick attention. Yeah, I totally and, agree. And um, and you know, when same situation like um, when my wife takes off and I'll ask her something, mm. and and I don't expect her to text me, you know, because she's off driving. And then I like you're not driving, are you? You know, and like she isn't, but I you know I still question her because I don't want I don't want even want her to answer me if she's mm-hmm. driving, and uh, but she has a a little thing on her car that you know she could talk and dial everything oh. and talk through, and hang voice, up and all voice, voice activated, activated. And mm-hmm. so it's pretty fancy, but. But so that, that is a, that's a decent way to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you could still get a little bit distracted.
0: Well, I, I think you could totally get distracted by texting because it, it requires so much more attention to figure out what you're going to write, where your fingers are, and that dang autocorrect that always puts the wrong thing in the message
1: that you right. send, right? And, and guess what? I know it may not, make a whole lot of, uh, may not seem like it makes a whole lot of difference, but you're also thinking about what you are writing.
2: <laughs> and what
1: you're thinking about? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think it's going to be on Tuesday. I mean, you're thinking about that. You're not mm-hmm. thinking about going through the intersection. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, th- I mean, I've seen the videos of a cop um, that was sitting there following him on a mo- on a motorcycle, just going, just talking, talking, and she was oblivious. He was there the oh, whole the time. time. Oh my gosh, she let he let him ha- let her have it. Rightfully so. Yeah, rightfully so. I mean, could have killed him. In fact.
0: Yeah. The uh, our last podcast we had we had my dad and, and Mark on. Which, by the way, uh, those of you listening, go ahead and listen to that episode. It's pretty dang funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's funny because of those two. But, yeah. But the, Mark was talking about he you know he thought it was really cool when he, he was driving his Camaro and he had that big old brick cell phone.
1: Yeah. They were like three grand. I think really or back in the yeah. day.
0: Yeah. And he said that that he was gonna he was feeling pretty cool. And so he's calling up someone and as he's, you know, doing his little, you know, phone call, he runs a red light and he's like, oh my God, this is not safe. I could have just died, you know, and that's just talking on the phone. And I thought early on, you know, talking on the phone doesn't seem to be that distracting to me because it'd be the same as me talking to someone sitting next to me. But there is, it's a weird, it's a weird thing that goes in your brain when they're not sitting next to you.
1: I'm going to, and I hate it. I I don't mind saying things as long as it, if it could be helpful to somebody, I don't mind myself looking like an ass. I used to drive for a living and I used Mm -hmm. to be quite a grumpy guy. I, I had a phone and, and, and I was talking to a girlfriend at the time and oh my gosh, she ticked me off that day. And she was relentless. So, I, I mean, I just got so mad and I was on the phone with her and and I was heading from uh, Gresham to downtown, downtown and, Portland. Right. And I by the time and I was having this heated conversation for probably 25 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I remember st- I mean, I remember coming to the my destination and or excuse me, I remember getting off of the phone at my destination and not remembering the switching, the getting off of this exit, switching from this bridge to that bridge to this exit. (laughs) And I was like, I mean, believe it or not, I was at least smart enough to go, I can't be doing that. Mm -hmm. Because I I couldn't, honest to God, could not remember the trip. I was so involved in the conversation. But it's different than somebody sitting next to me there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you're in the same capsule. I don't know what it is, but mm-hmm. I was in a different place on mm-hmm. that and on that phone that I could. I'm impressed I even got there. Mm-hmm. Honestly,
0: I've I found myself in autopilot, not even talking on the phone, but just you know, I, the standard trip from one place to the next. And I don't remember any of the stoplights. I can't remember, right. you know, if I even signaled at any point, if I...
1: But you know you did, though. But you, but you don't remember that yeah,
0: did. Mean, I mean, maybe that's just a unique thing about the human brain, where, where we can do something that we've done over and over again without consciously thinking about it. But it, it is. It's kind of scary. It's kind maybe of maybe I'm so
1: overweight that my brain's like, oh, I'm not even going to retain those <laughs> thoughts, buddy. <laughs> it's just going to be too much baggage. Yeah, because you uh, know, your brain's doing something at right. that time. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I really pray. I hope, or else I'm just driving right through, blowing right
0: through. Yeah. Well, and then <laughs> someone pull you over and they go, "Do you know how fast you were going? No, nope. no, have no idea. <laughs>
1: no. Did you know tell
0: that me. you ran that red light? No, I had no idea. No, nope. you know, I mean that's scary, yeah. you know. Don't want that to be would part. have been
1: that would have been that situation for sure. Mm-hmm. And that I was at least smart enough <clears throat> even at the younger age to be going, Oh, and to be fair, that was also the time when cell phones were relatively new. Mm-hmm. And so I was catching myself doing things, getting going through a you know, like a not a personal uh uh like a business situation getting upset with a business transaction while i'm driving i'm Mm -hmm. like oh my gosh no there's a time and a place for that because you know mm-hmm. these guys around me doesn't don't deserve you know whatever I'm going through with on the phone. I don't know it was ridiculous, but mm-hmm. it was. I remember it being new, going, oh man, I gotta, I gotta not do this anymore and find. It. But maybe that's why it's easier for me to stay off of it because I found that realization when it was getting to be new, mm-hmm. new, te- well, new technology for all of us. It'd
0: be really, really sad to be the person on the other end of that phone and hear the car accident that happened because they were talking to you on the phone oh my gosh yeah i,
1: I tell you I, I don't want to be that i'm getting so scared and i i wonder how you feel because it's not a gender thing at all but if
0: you're <laughs> what are you saying am i a different gender <laughs> no what your kid is <laughs> oh than mine. Okay. there you go
1: like uh like your my daughter i'm really <laughs> concerned about her driving and mm-hmm. being distracted even without a phone just being Her, you know, Mm. I mean, she's bright. It's just, I'm concerned. And your kid, he's Mm -hmm. very new to driving. Mm -hmm. And, and,
2: um, yeah, he's been, and,
1: and I remember being a kid and having a ball, but I think that the roads are more congested these days. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. It just, maybe I'm just a parent. Maybe my parents were the same way, you know, but I I had a ball when I was out there driving, kicking it. Sometimes I was a little funny. Doing some things.
0: I remember and, I was in
1: the car among ah, a lot of us. <laughs> yeah, 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 and um, and sometimes just chilling, doing our th- just relaxing and driving, and you know,
0: I, I think we're just we're a little bit different parents, you know. I think that we we think about this stuff probably more than our parents did. You know, back in the day, the and this is probably one of those those topics that I, we should have talked to to Mark and my dad about when they were on the show. Yeah, and that is you know how you care about your kids and how you monitor them and how you keep track of all the things that that they do is different now than it was back then. Right. You know, and and I think we are way more connected to our kids now in all their activities, what they're doing online, what, uh, where they're going, who their friends are, who their parents,
1: the friends, uh, parents are. I mean, we're way more connected. How about about this? So I happen to live on the same street that I, essentially that, Mm -hmm. I grew up on mm-hmm. and let's say I wanted to have her ride her bike down to see her from oh over there or, or me, <laughs> but the roads are the same. This, and, and it's just the same distance, but I think, Oh my gosh, there's no side of the road. It's such a dangerous place. And I hate people even riding their bikes on the road because it's unfair to the driver because he has to pass unsafely in order to pass, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And, and and then I'm like, I don't want that to be my daughter. And then here my mom's like, if you're gonna go over there, you gotta ride your bike. <laughs> and it doesn't even matter where <laughs> it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm gone. And mm-hmm. again, it's the same road. And and I just don't know. I don't want my daughter doing that. And it's only a mile, two miles down or something, mm-hmm. but it's just unsafe. It's just a. Is it that my care is heightened, or are they just weaker? And I'm, I sense that they're weaker. So we got to be more careful. Like, <laughs> like I'm going to bounce off a car a lot better than my daughter would. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I,
0: I think we have a different sense of of danger these days. Uh, you know, yeah.
1: But, but oh my gosh, what a, what a, unfortunately, what a sad thing for our. Our kids that may not be able to experience the freedom of children. I mean, like, like I could be, we were children and free, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: which was amazing. I mean, to go, what do you want to do today? Get on the bike, ride miles, whatever you want to do. (laughs) Not these days. What do you want to get kidnapped? I mean, (laughs) that's a thing, you know, and you know, it's, it's amazing to have been a kid when I grew up. In America, because there wasn't a whole lot of fear of stuff, um, you had to be cautious, but not a whole lot of fear of stuff. And um, man, there was a lot of freedom in well, it, while it, being a child. It,
0: it's a little bit off topic, but I agree with you. I, I, but I also think that this is an area where our kids are probably not as well prepared as we were for adulthood, because we experience life and experienced some dangers and we had to make decisions and correct decisions to make it to where we are today. Yeah. And our kids um I just got it parents. Too easy. Yeah, parents are kind of protecting them a little bit more and uh, unfortunately the kids they don't learn from I guess what I'd say is wisdom, right? By watching other people make mistakes. Kids really learn by making mistakes themselves.
1: Absolutely. And
0: <clears throat> I know it's it's, just it's a hard one do to balance. It. You know, I have <laughs> yeah.
1: to be there for them, so I just got to try to minimize it. Mm-hmm. Put it on the bumpers. Get her get get them as prepared as possible. Make sure that they're not texting and driving because I know that that is that is a huge. Um, likelihood that they will get in an accident yeah. if they're texting. I mean,
0: maybe not die, but at least do some damage. Right. And,
1: and you don't want to be on either or, end of that. Right. So, All so right. What, what's so else on another scenario? one? is is those damn hippos. <laughs> They'd be killing people. I don't know if they've the got like some like uni, union thing going on. Yeah. <laughs> but they kill a lot of people. They kill like up to 2,000 people a, a year.
0: And they're not even
1: carnivores.
0: I, they're just pissed
1: off. They're they're very territorial. Yeah. I I do know that. Where'd you put your list? I don't know.
0: <laughs> Dave's looking Speaking all over, checking s- every pocket, even areas that are not normally pockets. Speaking of hippo, I might have <laughs> lost it.
1: What was is that it? movie? Uh, lost in the Fold or something? I don't know. <laughs> there it is, so there down be, there. Oh, uh, well, I got to over. You were hilarious. But uh, but but yeah, those, those hippos. I know that they do get people, but. You know, when I was looking it up, I had a little bit of time while I was looking it up, and I was just thinking, dear gosh, just think just think about the guy, the people that get taken by a hippo. <laughs> I mean, I was trying to put myself in some of the situations of these people that, how they die, because some of them are a little bit bizarre, and I don't care what you say. I know we've all heard that hippos are one of the most dangerous animals in Africa, if not the most, because they're very territorial, and then they look so dead, get them cute. If they're not, they'll kill you. But... um. What? How many? But how many thousand people? Die? Two thousand people a year. Yeah, that, that's an. I'm curious where hippos live. I mean, oh, are they forty second and and, and, <laughs> <laughs> and down there? I don't know. North North Africa. No, I don't know exactly where, but these are are African hippos. Gotcha. Oh, twenty nine hundred. Mm-hmm. It looks like that's a nine, perhaps. Uh huh.
0: That's still a lot. Oh my god! And, and how do they? Is that, it is it just that they're that folks
1: are in their territory? That ha- it has to be. It has to be. It's not, I don't think they're just like, you know, chilling down at the bar, you know, a group of hippos, and then <laughs> someone drank too many and then got out of hand yeah. and killed somebody. I, I. It has to be. And then if knowing that, I mean, I don't even live in Africa, and I know if I was in Africa and I saw a hippo I wanted to get a zoom for my camera. I don't mm-hmm. need to get up to mm-hmm. it, you know.
0: They run pretty fast, too. Yeah,
1: they can, I think, what, 35 miles an hour or something, mm-hmm. at least for I,
0: I've seen some spurts of time. I've seen, you know, the nature documentaries, the David Attenborough uh, documentaries where the hippos are, you know, they're kind of like fighting each other and their mouths open so incredibly wide. You know, it's almost like it's a, you know, right. 180 degree... You know, opening. It's amazing it's they can open that.
1: And then they have tree trunks for teeth, which <laughs> sounds terrible to get hole-punched by those things. Mm-hmm. Um I, I've seen this video of these people in a boat, and then I don't know if you want to, how you want to call it, like dolphin swimming. Mm-hmm. But um a hippo was coming after them, and it was under, and you could see it just coming, and then... I wish Ethan wasn't recuperating wow. because he could look it up. and yeah. sure enough, it dives down, and it's coming at him. And these people are like, go, get this thing going, because yeah. it was coming. Yeah. And
0: oh, by the way, Ethan's not dead. He didn't get in an accident. He wasn't texting.
1: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> he's
0: just working two jobs, so he's actually sleeping right now. Yeah, he's, he's pretty beat. He, well, he, I can't imagine having a hippo chase after you as if it were like a shark or a, a crocodile or something like that. And you're on a boat. Hippos are huge, and the amount of water that, that they probably pounds. move out of the way. I wish moving. we
1: could look it up because it is amazing. No. In fact, when I first saw it, I don't think I knew what it was, and I was like, "What is that?" <laughs> because it is. In it's fact, like a whale. It's, it's like inside. a submarine coming after them. Truly, <laughs> mm. and then it breaks for air, and then dives back, and it is. Yeah,
2: that's pretty. It good. looks
1: like it's just hauling, man. And <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know really how fast it's going, but. It was it looks scary, you mm-hmm. know, and and I God God help anybody that's been in its mouth or got trampled or however they decided to get killed by a hippo, <laughs> but that's not good. Oh, Mm-mm. so I'll I'll bring up another one that a little bit since we already kind of touched base on it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Autoerotic asphyxiation, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but there's 600 people a year die of that. Oh, you're kidding me? No, oh, they screw it up. Wow! They need to like put a timer or like a breakaway a or something that it like will dissolve in water. Around, I mean, what are these people doing? And they're doing it wrong. I was gonna
0: say they need to have a safe word, but you probably can't even talk when that's happening.
1: <laughs> Is that the safe word? <laughs> I mean,
0: I mean, I mean, because then how do you know if they're enjoying it or if they're just dying? Well,
1: I imagine like what if they're just passing out and they're not knowing if okay, you should have stopped. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you just, you're, you over, you're choked them out, you know, or choked them to death, not just made them pass so out. So
0: I've seen, you know, MMA fights where they, where someone gets choked out. Sure, but Isn't it a, is it a blood flow thing or is it actually, um, cutting off their airway? You so know?
1: it's funny. I could literally sit here and I, am because I was a young boy one time and I, we used to do things to make ourselves pass out and mm-hmm. all this stuff when I was in grade school and and one thing was is that we could I could sit here and and just I guess Cut off probably your, my artery, artery yeah. and I could just sit there and breathe freely and just kinda of hold it and after a while I could start getting like dude yeah
0: tunnel vision. A little
1: bit little bit drunky <laughs> feeling, you know. So but but um,
0: Is that where this thing comes from? Is I, it they're just cutting off blood flow to the brain.
1: I th- I believe so. I believe so. Oh. But I I um, wow. Yep. Haven't haven't uh, done anything like no. that. Only because I haven't seen a beam that I would even think would be strong right. enough to hold me. Right? Well,
0: maybe someone's going to email us or leave it leave us a
1: voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't leave us. Don't no, leave us a video the, either. Yes, <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah,
0: but yeah, if you know more about this, uh, yeah, honestly, you know,
1: that sucks because I know curious. that.
2: I don't want I'm, to do it, I'm, but...
1: I, I'm down with anybody, <laughs> as long as they have a... Everybody's... Con, um, it's consensual with everybody. Oh, yeah. You know, so I'm down with everybody trying to get their kicks. You know, it's just unfortunate. I think there might be something to it. I don't know, mm-hmm. but... <coughs> excuse me, um, but... Man, it's just unfortunate that you're trying to do something fun and you freaking die. This <laughs> is a, a crappy thing to do. Yeah, yeah. You know. um,
0: have you heard of the Darwin Awards?
1: I think I have. I think I have. I think a lot of my family members might be uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a part of that. Award
0: winners, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, there's a website they
0: call uh, uh, Darwin Awards. I think it's just DarwinAwards.com. Maybe is that right? And uh, they have. Uh, news stories of people dying in stupid ways. You know, well, you know the idea. You know, Darwin awards is that you know people do how stupid. Dumb do you ha- how yeah. dumb do
1: you have to be to die from that?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're you're taking yourself out of the gene pool uh, <laughs> prematurely by doing something stupid. Uh, I, I, maybe I have to. Maybe I have to look a few up while we're while yeah. We're well,
1: maybe maybe <laughs> so because here's here's another one that's. <clears throat> So this is one I think it was is bizarre because I never everyone thought of it as a situation, um, but falling out of the bed, just just what? Fall, yeah, four hundred fifty people a year die in the U.S. from falling out of the bed. It, from so, so,
0: so I I fell out of a bunk bed one time.
1: I have too, with a dadgum gum cramp in my leg. Mm. So I still fell, and I was still more concerned about the dad gum cramp in my leg, <laughs> but. But yeah,
0: I, I I've just, done that a few times. Actually, I don't know.
1: I don't know what's more to it, but you know, I don't know if it's like, um, you know, some other pandemic thing that we have come by. You know, that we might have ran into that. Maybe somebody died from causes resulting from falling out of the bed. Mm. I mean, I don't. I don't know if like they fell out of the bed and then they died because of well, blood so clotting or. But
0: one of the things that I. And I don't know if this is a true thing. I I kind of don't believe that it's a true thing. But I was told as a kid that if you ever dreaming, and you're dreaming about falling, and um you die in your dream from mm-hmm. falling, that you can die, actually die in like real life. in real life. And I I don't think that's totally true. Now, I could understand maybe if you're asphyxiating yourself in the pillow. And and you you know sort of die in your dream. You also maybe are losing oxygen as you're sleeping, and that could that maybe could result in a, in a death. But I don't think the idea that you know you die in your dream and suddenly you're you're dead in real life. I don't think that's necessarily true.
1: I have heard that before, but I think that was more of a, my opinion. I have no idea, but I think that's more of a number one. Is, I think it's really rare hmm but at the same time i I think it's just a scarier
0: think well so i I did fall on my bed a, a few times um twice for sure that I can remember and last week went, not no not recently oh <laughs> when I was a kid, um my younger brother Rob and I uh generally shared a bedroom and we had bunk beds and there were a few custom made bunk beds where my dad would just build. And I, and we didn't have railing on a couple of occasions. Of course not. And, you know, we're <laughs> still it. probably, I'm guessing we were over five feet off the ground. Oh, yeah. And I, and I remember one time that we had a little nightstand that was, we actually had two sets of bunk beds because at the time uh, my cousins were living with us. And so we all shared one room. And I recall rolling off the bed. And I don't know how because my head was on the side where the the nightstand would be. But when I fell, I fell and my feet hit the nightstand. Oh. And I don't the
1: hell are you? Doing? I know.
0: And I don't know if I had like turned myself around while I was
1: sleeping. I think you had more than one situation going on. <laughs> I think you're probably <laughs> right.
0: But it banged up it banged up my legs pretty good, uh, but I didn't have like as far as I know, I didn't have any like, you know, brain injuries or anything. I well, don't remember
1: how that happened, but just saying it could
0: explain some things <laughs> later on. But I think the you know the fall. I, I think I, I was probably as I was falling. You know how drunk people they get into car accidents and they're the ones who survive, right? Because you're kind of in a relaxed state. Yeah, yeah. It's and I'm I'm, I'm thinking that that was maybe mm.
1: some of my experiences falling mm. out of the bed. It's just
0: that I was you know sleeping. I was in a relaxed state. Right.
1: I wonder if the people that that passed away. I didn't, didn't see much about it, but that I wonder if they were a bunch of elder, more elderly people, Mm -hmm. you know, that like died. I, I, but I don't know, Mm -hmm. but it's a situation to be careful.
0: Well, yeah, especially like in the nursing home where they have like the, the, like tile flooring.
1: Yeah. And their (laughs) beds are like four and a half feet off the ground. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my goodness.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. That would be trouble. At least I had (laughs) carpet for the most part. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: that, that
2: helped.
0: helped. <laughs> well, the um you know, the 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 crazy stuff that we did as kids that I thought, you know what, we probably you know, we survived a lot of things that there are probably some statistics that that exist. You know, there's always this uh, debate on like guns and stuff. Well, one of the statistics out there that um there are like a thousands of people who die from like hammer and oh, like yeah. tool accidents.
1: Yeah, more than than firearms, right. Yeah,
0: more than firearms. And I don't know if that's like a construction site thing or that's just an angry neighbor, you know.
1: But <laughs> I think it's what's closest by mm-hmm. a tool.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think about the, the, the different projects that we did as kids building different things. We built tree houses that were I'm guessing twenty plus feet off, off the ground on these you know, these huge trees at my grandparents' place, and we'd take boards up there, and we'd hammer directly, you know, nails into the tree, mm-hmm. and we'd go and hang out up there. We'd take a few little things out of the, uh, um, my grandma called it the fruit room, which is where all of our canned goods were, and, you know, I get a, a big old can of those uh, those pie cherries, oh. <laughs> and I'd go up there and eat pie cherries and hang out oh. with my cousins. But we used to build these things that were up really high. We'd right. put uh, rope swings together, and and you know, we never, I never fell out of the tree. I mean, I used to climb really, I mean, not well over 100 feet into the air. Yeah. And, you know, be high enough that you could be kind of swaying in the wind. But that, I didn't, you know, I never had any yeah. accidents from that. You
1: know, I I was, I used to do a lot of tree climbing and, and doing a lot of outside extracurricular activities, if you will. And I did fall out of a couple of trees and stuff. But, man, I mean, I was... I always thought I was pretty resilient. Like, I was lucky. Like, I went most of my life without breaking a bone. And then, you know, I, I broke one. And then I, I broke two, actually. Sorry. But, but nothing major, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, you know, I, I just, I'm just thinking, like, if my daughter was doing the same stuff, oh my goodness, she wouldn't even be with us today. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I just, mm-hmm. I just hope they, I just, again, I know it's how they were raised, but it, I just, I just hope she could be as tough if needed. Mm -hmm. I don't know.
0: I'm sure. She's got good genes. I mean, she's got good genes. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about the, this was a few episodes back. We were talking about space travel and I think going to Mars. And you were talking about this guy who built his own rocket. Yeah. And was trying to get into space. Right. And ended up dying.
1: I think he was trying to prove that the world was flat. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And then, <laughs> That's a,
2: that's see okay. That's mm-hmm. a funny,
1: mm-hmm. not funny. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but still it's like, okay. So yeah, I think he, I could be wrong about this, but I think he went up once. Then he fell down and it was, he made it, but then he did it again. But, anyways, he ended up mm-hmm. not making it.
0: Yeah, I, I had to go back and, and look into it because you had talked about it, and I thought, well, oh, that's weird. i I, you would expect something like that would make a little bit more headlines, right? And so, I did. I went back, and he's got some videos on YouTube of him, you know, getting get into his rocket. Sure. It's a very basic looking, it is. I mean, it's like one of those toy rockets it, that you shoot off, but that's it's right. like scaled up. It looks know, like 10 if we were
1: to build one, just one that we could fit in, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he gets in it voluntarily. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and he had, like, a parachute system, and one of the, the launches that he did, he took off, and it looked pretty crazy. The the chutes deployed, and he comes back down, and he lands in a very, like, precarious way. Yeah. And turns out he broke his back during that, that landing. Because the parachutes just don't slow you down, I guess, enough to just take a... A
1: dead landing like well, that. Yeah. I don't know what kind of seat and whatnot he was in, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know.
0: Well, it looked like he like one of those harnessed uh go kart seats. I didn't know if it was <laughs> no, one no. of
1: those nineteen seventies lawn chairs. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. Uh but, but the the time that he died, they actually have that on YouTube. Yeah. And um he goes up and and um uh, the parachutes don't deploy yeah and uh that's a long way to fall and he got up Uh, pretty high but it it wasn't like he didn't make it to space but but to think about he was doing that personally because he thought the world was flat and needed to see it for himself
1: right well and i don't think he did before he died i don't think so but i will say you know i I kid a little bit because i think it's a his motivation, I think, is in my opinion, silly. But, <laughs> um, but my goodness, to be able to do that, it's pretty cool. And if he didn't pass away, he'd probably be able to make something pretty. I mean, every time he's going to make something cooler. Mm-hmm. So it's, it is too bad because, you know, somebody's got to get on the dang thing and give it a shot. Yeah. That's how you got to do it.
0: Did, did you hear, um, What's his name? Richard um, Branson.
1: I, I heard about it. So a quick qu- clip of it. Mm-hmm. Tell me about what you know.
0: Well, he just uh, you know, he's got Virgin Galactic. He's got a little space company going and he wants to give tours to uh, so far, you know, wealthy people because they can afford to, to pay for it. But give uh, folks an opportunity to fly to outer space, to weightlessness. And I think it's like you spend less than ten minutes up there and then you come back down and you land like it's an airplane. Kinda of like the mm. old shuttle used to be. Yeah. But you can I think it's like six I want to say it's like six passengers and then maybe a couple of pilots. And they they attach themselves to this very unique looking aircraft. Right. And they fly up to forty something thousand feet and then they drop this spaceship from, you know, its little harness and it fires off its rocket and then it climbs the rest of the way up into space, and folks get to experience this, uh, yeah. you know, weird space weightless environment. I didn't think
1: I saw the whole video because what I saw, I wasn't like that impressed. I like, I've seen better pictures, man. Like I didn't know how far. Like <laughs> I didn't have think they got better video. Like like I just they feel like I I would have thought that they were going to be able to reach a little bit higher out. Mm-hmm. It looked like they didn't like. I don't know where I guess they're supposed to go, but, you know, they still look like they're obviously still within our atmosphere and stuff. But. I can't
0: remember the name of it, but it starts with a K. And it's a certain distance above the Earth, and that's where they consider the edge of space. It's the beginning to the rest of space. Okay. And so they go above that level. So technically... That's uh, where they're going. And that's you, where you they're going. I where they're going. Now... Um, Jeff Bezos has a space program or a space uh, company as well. I think it's called is it Bluebird. I think it's Bluebird, and it's a it's more of a rocket. It's not like a plane that that shoots off and or you know takes off and then deploys like uh, like uh, Branson's, but uh, but it, I think it can handle maybe four or five crew, maybe. And they take off and they are planning on having people even farther up. It's like, I can't remember if it's like eight miles up or something, but it's going to go higher than what Virgin Galactic does. And they, again, it's really for wealthy people so far. Yeah. And, you know, the people who can afford it. But hey, why not let them try it out?
1: Well, <laughs> let them be the first ones. Let them, uh, you know.
0: Well, and you know, Elon Musk has his own. Uh, space x right so we've got some really rich entrepreneurs who are pushing into space now and you know maybe it starts off with those those uh millionaire billionaire folks because they can afford to fund this sort of exploration but eventually the costs are going to go down oh,
1: yeah it, it takes you don't you may not be able to see the you know back in the day you know they had to cut through rock and and forest to lay down roads, and mm-hmm. then once the roads were there, everything came with ease, mm-hmm. you know relatively speaking mm-hmm. and even though you can't see the road into space, these people doing it is going to make it easier for the people behind them for mm-hmm. sure so um mm-hmm. yeah. i mean they're they're cutting through and figuring out the hard ways mm-hmm. well co- and it's going be and they're 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 taking all the cost
0: yeah, well, and you know Richard Branson is. He's a kind of an adventurer type. Right, you know, he's right. done a lot of different um, crazy things, but but he's like the first, you know, rich like CEO person to to have his own space company and be to go into space. He got to experience it, and that kind of lends to maybe a little bit more safety, like credibility of of what he's offering to people. Right. Uh, I I saw you know he was talking to. You know, I don't know if it's like the rich guys club where they just know each other. But he was talking to Elon Musk and he had mentioned a little bit about, about uh, Jeff Bezos. And it it's a crazy time that we live in that where we've got people, non-governmental people right. who are creating these spaceships. And I guess the FAA is the way that they regulate space travel is way different than... Um, like regular, tra- you know, air travel, right? Know, commercial, you know, commercial air yeah. travel, and it's the, like, oh, yeah. okay, go ahead. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure there's a few more regulations. Yeah, there. yeah,
1: because like military is different and all that stuff. Yeah, but mm-hmm. so um, I'll I'll switch it up and tell you a couple other ones. Yeah. Um like um, there there was uh, people die of uh, icicles. In Russia, though,
2: icicles the, uh, there's, like there's falling
1: icicles, falling icicles. Oh, yeah, my God. they kill about a hundred people a year in Russia. But in, <laughs> Ru- in Russia, I could see that. You know, I could also see them getting angry, ripping one off, and killing somebody mm-hmm. with it too. But
0: I heard that's a good murder weapon because right. then the weapon disappears. Yep. <laughs>
1: I've heard, I've heard that as well. That's
0: so funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that's and, funny though. You said hundred.
1: Yeah, hundred people a year. Hundred people. That's a lot. That's a I, lot of people. I mean, I was thinking about just like. I mean, that's a random. I wonder how big some of those because they they got to be pretty stout. Russia is an extremely cold place. I think you could actually freeze gasoline there, and <laughs> and. I, I can only imagine they have ginormous forty pound ones that just <laughs> break off and knock them in the head mm-hmm. just right, and they fall. I don't know. It's just just another crappy way to go, man. I, I went mean.
0: I went camping in Leavenworth, Washington, uh, at Christmas time. Uh, I, I want to say it was a couple, three years ago, uh, maybe a couple years ago. And they were going through like warm and cool sort of times, and and we were there fortunately to get most of like the snowy time. But the day before we decided we were going to leave, a big ice storm came in. And so the icicles started to form. And they're forming on our little travel trailer. They were forming on, like, the restroom areas, the the community restrooms and showers and stuff. And they were getting pretty big. But the day that we left, things were heating up again and starting to fall off. And so all the icicles were starting to fall from trees and other Mm -hmm. places. And so you could hear it was, like, glass falling and breaking. But... It's shattering. I can't imagine how big those icicles have to be to kill someone. I mean, it's like it's, a log. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's
1: got to be huge. It's got to be. I mean, I hope it's like, I don't know what I hope. It just sucks. Yeah, I I mean,
0: <laughs> Maybe some video exists.
1: I mean, everybody's like, oh, man, he wasn't right with God. <laughs> that, was an, that was an act of nature. Yeah. You know. yeah. And and then we I'll, I'll say um, jellyfish, I guess, take people.
2: Oh. Uh, up to forty
1: a year. Oh well, that's lower than I thought. Yeah, it would be. but but still, you know, you're. you're in, well, that, I will say that that is more of the Philippines, though, the more of the Philippines area. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I don't know if there was anything. Well, was just, it was just interesting that people get caught up in the middle of some freaking well, you jellyfish. Gotta, you gotta pee on those, right? Before they what, bite you. Is that what it is?
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you. <laughs> I mean I hear the jellyfish, even like the little tiny ones, they sting so right. bad. They burn and they do some weird neural thing to right. you. Right.
1: Yeah. They could really mess you up. And then if you get in a group of them, I oh, mean yeah. it could really mess you up and make you numb and paralyzed and we have a, depending
0: on the We have a species. A, a uh, Apple TV. And so one of the screensaver deals comes on and it is like this massive school of is, is that what they call them school of jellyfish? Sure, we'll go with that. The, tons of them and you can see if you were someone that swam through that, you'd be in
1: trouble. Right. Right. I can't imagine. Well, I mean
0: it would make sense that
1: people would die from Right, know, especially if that was your only way out. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, if you you know, if we were wrecked out in the out in the sea, but, Yeah. Now, but, was it
0: Steve Irwin? He had a
1: so yeah, that a, was is it a
0: stingray or something. Yeah, he had
1: a stingray, really? and and um, it ended up going through his heart. I just saw this the other day too, and um, yeah, it ended up killing him. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I heard that it killed him because he removed it.
1: Hmm. It's like, like he
0: took it out while he was in the water with it, and and, huh. that, and that's ultimately what. Was that, that right?
1: Because I, I, yeah, because I it could have maybe saved him if he kept it in him, but mm-hmm. there's poison in them, mm. but um, but yeah, it, it penetrated his heart. That's crazy. I know it. His last words was, I'm dying.
0: Oh my gosh, yeah, oh, that creeps me out. Yeah, it
1: and I and and so, and, and this is coming from a guy that actually was a big fan of his. Mm-hmm. I was, I used to make. I don't know. If I love you, I guess I make fun of you. So <laughs> I, I used to go around, with, you no know, acting like him, making his accent because mm-hmm. I liked him, and I'm mm-hmm. watching him every Sunday or whatever heck it was he had a show on. But mm-hmm. oh man, he was such a freaking I don't. I yeah, don't he, know, was he was a good guy, just a sunshine of a human being. Yeah, just a drag. Yep. Um,
0: yeah, a great nature educator. I know it. Mm-hmm.
1: He really felt. Uh, unworthy to be here on this planet mm-hmm. he just gave it everything back he could i do not follow his lead i'm not that good of a man <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i could be better um so here, here's a funny one though about dogs mm. dogs was on a list i didn't think it was like bizarre i figured well that's obvious one but still mm-hmm. um dogs kill in the u.s 34 people a year hmm. That's, that's, I'm like, wow, that kind of sounds kind of low. I kind of thought it'd be a lot higher than Mm -hmm. that. But to put in, now, this kind of makes a little bit of sense. So, a thousand dog bites daily. Oh. (laughs) So, 4.7 million bites attacks a year. Killing only 34, but I've seen... Mm -hmm. I've seen some children's faces mm-hmm. that were near death They didn't die, so they didn't get on that thirty number thirty five mm-hmm. but their faces were ripped off, and they just stapled it back on and it is sad as hell mm-hmm. so so even though it's only thirty four that it died there are some very very i'll be nice and i don't know how to say it, but affected people mm-hmm. by dog- uh, dog attacks mm-hmm. so
0: yeah, pit bulls are are uh, generally the stereotypical uh, dog that right. people would fear. Um, and I don't know if that's the majority. I just know that they get a, a bad rap. With but.
1: them, Rottweilers, German Shepherds, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, there's there's a group of known to be... Um, yeah, more aggressive. Aggressive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've had about all of the aggressive animals in my life. This is off, off topic, but... From a Doverman Pinchers to Rottweilers, German Shepherds to a Pitbull to uh, Mastiffs. I mean, we've had yeah. great, great Danes, but I mean, believe it or not, great Danes are on the list. And those are the most biggest, gentlest mm-hmm. animals there are. But, but. Yeah, the Mastiffs those... that you had.
0: Holy cow. Yeah, they're
1: huge. Huge.
0: The, the size of their heads alone. They look like
1: lions. Mm-hmm. Um, but. You know all those dogs that could be you have to you have to treat them differently you know I mean mm-hmm. when i get a when I get a i mean I know dogs and cats are obviously different, and they need to be treated differently, but when you get a couple different breeds of dogs, they're different. you need to figure out what they're about yeah. you got to treat them differently and and um no they're a lot years. of people a lot of people will get the problem is a lot of people will get those animals knowing that they're tough. And you want a tough dog. And I can understand that. But you want a trained tough dog, mm-hmm. one that will hear your commands and stop and go and do what you need, not just a pissed off tough dog, you know, mm-hmm. and 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 you can have a good dog that's defensive, but you still want to, and unfortunately, you got to be cautious of what, what breeds they are. I, I, I won't, I had to go pick heart over toughness. Mm-hmm. I got an English Bulldog. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, you got a great dog. He's a good boy. Yeah, I, I think I don't want to. I don't want a guard dog. I don't want a dog that's noisy. I don't. You know, we recently lost our dog. Um, yeah, you know, I think was he, Yeah, Porter was eleven years old, and it was such a great dog. But uh, you know, he, one of the annoying things is he'd bark a lot when someone come to the house and he was he was kind of defensive if folks were around us he'd he'd want to go right up to them and make sure they knew where the the boundary is but other than that he was like the most cuddleable dog you know oh. when people would would pet him then they couldn't get away from him because he just wanted to be there right. and get the affection all the time yeah um and I, that's you know my mom recently purchased a dog and I can't remember what type of dog it is. Yorkshire, it's, Yorkshire Terrier. Yeah, little tiny thing. I think that's kind of like the, what your mom used to get. Yep. Right. So, but they're—I mean—they're I mean, they're so incredibly small, but they kind of be like those little, y- you know, oh, they're yiping so high,
1: strong. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I want. I just want a lazy dog. Yes, <laughs> that's what I, I love. I, I. That's why I ended up coming up with a bulldog. I literally been involved with dogs a lot. And I used to work for a store that that I had to know about all the breeds. And um and of course I always thought the iconic bulldog, you know, mm-hmm. but man, I'm like, okay, a dog I could outrun. That's important. <laughs> um, you know. For now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, he you know, when you take him for a walk, it's down one block and maybe back. <laughs> You know, you don't take him for a mile hike, you don't, or a two mile hike, you know, and you know, it it, there's a lot of pros and cons. Mm -hmm. I I looked up some things, you know, and he literally is what they I've only had two, thank God. I I can't, I couldn't handle losing them, Mm -hmm. but um, they are truly all heart. You know, you have to sacrifice some of the smell here and there, and the snoring, and the snoring, yeah. (laughs) I mean, he they're all, they're so they're so different though. I mean. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. They're just
1: amazing dogs. I mean, they, they, again, you know, they're not one that I feel bad sometimes because I don't give him a bath every, you know, th- three days. Mm. But you know, people come over and love on him. And I'm like, oh man, you're gonna stink, man. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm gonna I need to get him some kind of a yeah. wipe for that. Most
0: people don't care though. Yeah, I know. They just, just feel, they love your dog. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's oh, he's such a good boy. That's I get. A... I gotta tell you real quick. Sure. Every day for I don't even know. I don't even know years. I don't even know. Um, every day I get home from work and and I have to. It's not Amy's time. It's not Maddie's or the cats. It's me and Hersh. and mm-hmm. and he's always there. And I always give him these big loves. Oh, it's like <laughs> cloud twelve for him, mm-hmm. and me too, actually. So I always look forward to it, but. It's a, we always have a really big greeting every time. Yeah. but
0: Well, Brooklyn's thinking about uh, another dog now. Does she have, what's she have in mind? Uh, I don't think, I mean, I don't think she has like a huge preference. She's had friends recently that have had puppies. And so, you know, puppies are also dang cute. So it, it wouldn't matter what kind of dog, if it were a puppy, always a puppy. Right. Then she would, you know, really like it. But for us, uh, one of the requirements is just, we don't want dog hair everywhere. That's why we got Porter the first time, because he didn't shed. Yeah, uh, He was a golden doodle, and a very lovable, affectionate, you know, sleeps up on Hypo, the couch with hypoallergenic. you.
1: Hypoallergenic.
0: Yeah, for the most part, yeah. Um, you know, just, I, but when we got him originally, we'll say I'm a cheapskate i don't like to spend a lot of money on stuff yeah and on a pet i grew up getting sort of secondhand pets or pound pets right, and, right, right. and we didn't spend money on dogs when we were growing <laughs> up someone was always having uh puppies and we were taking them right right and and so for me originally we spent i'm gonna guess it was less than 600 bucks on porter well now golden doodles are potentially a couple grand oh and I don't want to spend a couple grand
1: on another dog. I oh, know. And plus You go get a mutt is six hundred dollars yes. these days. I'm not even kidding. Well, it's terrible.
0: The other side of it is <coughs> then you've got the additional cost of um of food and potentially medical and the toys yep. and the dog bed and uh, you know there's always it's like having another kid just a different type of kid you get to spoil in a different way yeah but there's always a cost to it and i'm not sure i'm ready to do that and the the other thing is having a puppy that might you know eat my shoes or
1: you know being a bulldog um <laughs> it's funny um my wife got a text from just yesterday the a general the our bulldog's mother or the owner of the mother of our bulldog Mm -hmm. because one of their puppies that they had sold the owner is moving and for some reason is is looking for a new home for it Mm. and and we're like oh hey We're, we're like kind of sort of looking like we're kind of interested and it's like well but it it needs to be a single dog family, you know, not a couple mm. of fa- you know, I don't, so I don't know mm-hmm. anything about it, but it was like, we were, we were really kind of, our ears perk up, you know, mm-hmm. kind of fun, but mm-hmm. who knows? Well, we went camping uh,
0: when, well, I mean, we've, we've gone out of town a few times recently, and normally we'd take Porter with us. Of course, he's not around anymore, so we went on our own. And it was just a different experience to be able to leave the travel trailer, go into town, do stuff, or go hiking, or go do whatever, and there's not a, have to worry there's about it. It's a
1: burden. Whether mm-hmm. you love it or not, it's yeah. still a burden. Yeah, I'm just not ready yet. Yeah. I, I, Eventually. Anyway. I wasn't ready either. My wife had to make it happen. Mm-hmm. She had to do it under radar. <laughs> I'm glad she did because yeah. I might have been ready. It just wasn't ready. Yeah. Didn't know. So here's some other odd ones. Now mind you I don't know where in the world or if this is in the whole world but people die from ants.
2: <laughs> oh
0: no.
1: Yeah, I oh. guess I guess uh what a terrible way. What I a guess, terrible way. I guess once one attacks there's so many like millions of them in, in a colony mm-hmm. and I guess m- most people that die they're like laying there like too close to the the, the, nest. The, the nest and like asleep, like next to their campfire. And mm-hmm. then once they're going, they're too late when they wake up or something. I'm like, Are you oh. you can't stop, drop, and roll that crap off of you? I mean, oh, I mean, oh my gosh. Well, it depends what, on the type of ant, probably. You, well, that's funny. You yeah. said that. I, I'm not going to list names, but they had mentioned certain type of ant. Absolutely, maybe a mm-hmm. difference. Yeah, there's some like in not Africa, a bunch though. of sugar ants that sit there just crawling <laughs> all over you, they're just looking for something. Yeah, the Northwest uh,
0: sugar ants. Yeah. Tiny guys. Yeah, little, they're just annoying. They don't do anything to you. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of, well, you've you've got a fear of, of spiders, and one of the worst movies ever is arachnophobia, and I think of, you know, an ant attack, like a spider attack, where they're like... You know, I mean, the movie exaggerated, of course, but the idea that you would get covered in them right. and they would just go to town on you—oh, oh, god,
1: that sounds yeah. horrible! It what does... a horrible way to go! It would be. Here's here's another horrible way to go.
2: <laughs>
1: how about a how about a dadgum vending machine? <laughs> That's terrible. That <laughs> when vending machines attack. I can see that on the late night
0: news is it because people are trying to climb in or is it fall I, over on
1: 13 top people a year it has got to be i've seen the sticker everybody well wow. 13 people a year have not seen the sticker that's <laughs> that shows the little stair the stair guy like don't pull out or mm-hmm. ah, it will crush and fall on you but mm-hmm. but the, the the thing is is they're not unbalanced they're When you're being a jackass, they're going to tip over on you. I don't think that they're ever... Even in an earthquake with these bricks fall over, they're quite heavy. Mm -hmm. I used to have to move them around. uh, But especially full, man, they've got some weight to them. Mm -hmm. But, oh, my gosh. I mean, I've seen some video of some people getting crushed because... Be an idiot! yeah
0: those are the darwin awards right there getting crushed by a
1: vending machine to save the because they wouldn't try to steal a 75 cents of Kit Kat or something (laughs) or
0: or it took it took your dollar and now you want it back right
1: (laughs) yeah that's your life that's
0: yeah that those are not very smart people i'm guessing
1: well and this one here doesn't shock me a bit in fact i thought it would be more um the i i have actually seen a couple of I don't know. I'll just not to be mean, but poorly made documentaries about roller coasters mm-hmm. and people. And I watched just one recently about all the situations with roller coasters, from people getting their heads decapitated. Oh no! Because they got lifted up off of the the ride. Oh. Yeah, I mean, so many so many horror things. In fact, there's another one just recently going through. Making its round through the internet, but it was a wasn't wasn 't like a, a, a six Flags or anything like that. It was those carnival rides. hell no, I will not <laughs> let my kid ride a dang carnival ride. they are just like cheap transformers you're you mm-hmm. know because they're like they' they 're made from the back of semi truck trailer things that fold mm-hmm. up well anyways there 's this one that it's kind of like a pendulum. Mm-hmm. And it swings way all the way up, and it'll, in fact, do it all the way around. This was tipping. Oh, no. Literally, I mean, tipping a lot where people had to run over, and a bunch of, thank God, everybody jumped on because, you know, they're right next. There's a guardrail mm-hmm. that keeps people from where it's flying through. Well, everybody was willing to get next to the guardrail, grab onto the guardrail, and hold it down. Mm. Because it probably could if it tipped over... It would have hurt everybody, but it could have actually potentially killed people. Yeah, as high up as that thing was going. But yeah, there's a lot of issues that 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 um, I don't like. Carnies go, yeah, it's scare me. It's just
0: <laughs> maybe it's the uh, weird movies that I've watched. I'm, I'm sure maybe, they're nice people.
1: <laughs> you know what I don't like? I'm going to tell you. So I have no goody two shoes, and I hate it because this kind of stuff makes it sound like I am. But I I don't. I just think it's always so dirty. Mm-hmm. Like if I sit on a ride, I don't know when the last time I hadn't sat on a ride, and I get up going, oh crap, <laughs> it's got something on my shorts, or like, there's water on the sh- on the on the seat. Why would there be water on the seat? You hope it's, it's just always, water, yeah. And it's like and just everywhere you sit down and get a bite, and you know that there's like I don't know, like three day old ketchup. You know, mm-hmm. pack, you know, stuff all over the place, and it's tacky. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, everybody's got to make their money. It just seems like that. The problem is, is they're using the same dang rides. I mean, literally the same ones that I used when I was a kid mm-hmm. where the bolts were a little bit newer then. I think they're the same ones mm-hmm. and they're not cleaning it or mm-hmm. keeping it up. I don't know.
0: Yeah, there's a certain aroma when you walk into a carnival. Yes. The smell of deep fried food and cigarettes. Cigarettes. <laughs> and maybe
1: a little bit of booze. Yeah, but those are the people, the cigarettes and the old booze, Like it's called break booze. Yeah. They, they get a little That's bit of right. booze on the break. They... they uh, those are the people that operate operating the machines, unfortunately. I, that's right. <laughs> oh, that's right. Gosh.
0: I know, I know. Yeah. And I always feel like going to a carnival, you feel like you're going to get scammed. Like you're oh, not going to get out of there thing. without losing a I, bunch of money. I
1: think that's the whole plan. <laughs> it, the, the whole goal is really truly see how you can walk from this part. And normally they're like in a use. You, sh- you go down this one, you circle all the way around, come back. It's like, how much money can you make out of it, you know, yeah. <laughs> without getting scammed by making the loop? You know, Mm -hmm. but well, I do. It's fun sometimes. I've had fun. I just think for some reason, maybe it's because I'm an adult and I'm like, oh, I've been burnt too many times. I like the people watching, though.
2: Yeah, you know, fun. You
0: and I don't like crowds. And so going to carnivals, that's a crowded place that I don't like. But I do enjoy watching the people who are not only, you know, there as customers, but also the people who
1: are working.
0: Because there are some really unique characters.
1: There really is. Yep i i I don't mind chilling on the outskirts a little bit and just, you know, giving my my own area and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just taking in the atmosphere and you know having something to talk about. I got to tell you on that on that subject. I went to the store. I don't get out much. I normally just go to work, come home, go to work. <laughs> I think that's about it. Come mm-hmm. home. Um, So we were doing some rounds, going to the stores, and so we decided to go to Walmart or something. Oh, my gosh. And she's like, you know, you you could just hang out in the van, and and I'm just going to run in. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Sounds good to me. I don't have to go in a freaking store. Mm -hmm. So normally, I mean, I don't have this opportunity, and I'm like, I mean, I can't even believe how bad I was rubbernecking. (laughs) I'm just looking at all this chaos, all of this chaos with this guy, this guy. I'm not going to get into it, but there were so many things going on. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, mm-hmm. whoa, that guy almost, that guy's doing something bad. I'm watching that guy. Whoa, mm-hmm. dude, no, he's not getting that close to my. I mean, it was uh, there was life going on. Yeah, it was right? like, I, I thought, my gosh, there's a show going on in every <laughs> parking lot of any, you know, thrift. Or, Oh, does that exist? Oh, no.
0: Thriftway. I think uh, some still exist. Okay, good.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Maybe not
0: in all parts of the country.
1: Safeway, Fred Meyers or Walmart, <laughs> whatever. Everybody knows. Yeah. Um. But there's 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 a lot of crazy stuff that could happen any moment. Mm-hmm. I guess especially with me in the parking lot, who mm-hmm. knows?
0: Well, now everyone's uh, wearing masks, so you don't. Everyone looks suspicious.
1: Well, shoot! Now, nah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I used to wear masks for a reason, but
0: <laughs> well, now everyone looks like you used to look. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's right. Ooh, running out of the bank. Mm-hmm. That one
0: you know when we were younger, uh you know that high school age we uh we worked for for Chrysler and uh we would set up these displays in the different malls, and that again was a great time to do some people watching oh man, oh brother,' Because, you know in a mall, i mean it was more than a mall because we used to do events and some other things but in a mall, you get such a, a a variety of different people. Sure do. And depending on where that mall is located, In the time of the day, and the, and the time of the day, I remember there were a few different places around Portland, and depending on which one you were at, you could expect to find a certain type of uh, of, of mall walker. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember Lloyd Center was was you know even though it was downtown Portland, it it, at the time, it wasn't really like the ghetto. You know, it was still, you know, it was a halfway decent um, oh, mall yeah. with, with different uh, high-end stores. I was going
1: to say it was almost kind of fancy in mm-hmm. places. It was actually pretty nice. It was, was a hell of a mall, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, l- many stories.
0: Mm-hmm. And then uh, south, uh, I guess that would be like southeast side of Portland in uh, Clackamas Town Center. That was more of the newer... Um, the hipper. Hipper. Hip uh, crowd. Yeah. And then there was the old Mall 205. East side the of mall Portland, two o five. We know Next what crowd we got there. <laughs> Next to the strip club, <laughs> uh, it's so funny. It, I mean, that was a real that that was a heck of a mall. You'd find some really interesting people working over there, and and uh, and you know coming to shop and and visit and yep. do their drug deals on the side. Yep.
1: <laughs> the big store in that shop, in that mall was like the Emporium or something like that. Yeah. It was like. <laughs> It's like that one shop <laughs> yeah. hanging on for dear life, like through to Mall five.
0: Well, those are supposed to be the anchor stores, you know, that draws in and
1: the yeah for but, all the little ones. But yeah.
0: now it's now a Home Depot, and I think JCPenney, um, you know, used to be one of those anchor stores, but it's uh, a Home Depot now. But now there's a Home Depot over there, and there's still like sort of an old part of uh, Mall Two Hundred Five. I don't they don't call it. I don't think they call it Mall Two Hundred Five anymore, but. Uh, there's still some remnants of the old mall, and yeah, I, I, it's so funny. I've had some fun there. <laughs> yeah, but it's a different part of town. I mean, the strip club is still there, but um, now they've got the, uh, you know, the Red Robins and the Olive Gardens and some of those um, nicer sort of chain restaurants that uh, make the neighborhood a little bit better, but it's still, it's part of Portland, so you're right. only going to get so much out of it. This is very true. <laughs> but it's so funny to see all the, the different types of people that go in and out. I like people watching.
1: I know. If know. I didn't, if I had a couple of buddies, it'd be interesting to go check all that stuff out. It's been a while since I've ever been out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember your brother and I, we I don't remember, maybe you did too, but we used to just go I think, we, well, I don't know. It was a couple different places, but like, example, we'd go to you know Clackamas town center had a oh gosh a Mexican restaurant hooked to it
0: mhm Azteca
1: Azteca mm-hmm. and we just go there in the middle late morning <laughs> early <laughs> afternoon whatever you want to call it get some margaritas and have some beers and mm-hmm. you know get a little bit you know tipsy and (laughs) and then just go check stuff out man just just go for a walk and watching all these people like clowning on fools but oh it was so fun yeah so fun it was so fun yeah so free can't really
0: do that stuff anymore nope can't do anything
1: (laughs) anymore uh all right do you have anything more should we end the show well that's all right yeah yeah i think that's a good place I kind of went through my little list there i know there's a lot of other crazy ways that people perish but i know that, that that was something that somebody went through and and had discussed some odd and yeah. some of those are a little bit more odder than you others but i'm sure we've heard of crazier things that people yeah. died from but yeah but those were a little bit interesting as the, were. the lighter side of death that's right yeah. <laughs> yeah leave it up to me i'll get a kick out of it <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: all right thanks for listening appreciate that if you don't mind tell a friend and uh You know, tell them about the show. See if we can grow the audience a little bit more. And you can always find us on anchor.fm. Leave us a voicemail on there. Send us some topic ideas. That'd be cool. That'd be great. Uh, You can also find us on social media. There's a new one called Getter you ever heard that i haven't yeah it's like uh like what parlor was gonna be like get her done yeah like go get her oh. or something i don't know but oh. uh yeah we're there on uh the nts podcast fantastic i haven't uh, even heard of no followers it so you know follow us there
1: oh be a first yeah
0: so all right well until we catch you
1: next time have a good one and be safe